I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. System, this is Kyle Cooper. Next Generation Weather Forecasting comes here with the Messinet. I'm Christy King. The race for the Senate could boil down to two crucial states. Mostly cloudy, some fog and drizzle, highs in the low 70s today. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. It's happened again. A teacher and a 16-year-old student killed several others injured Monday in a shooting at a high school in St. Louis. CBS's Naomi Ruckham has details. Authorities say the gunman, a 19-year-old who graduated last year, had no prior criminal history. Officers engaged him 12 minutes after the active shooter call came in. Everyone who survived here is going to take home trauma. Even the officers who responded here, the firefighters. Police Chief Michael Sachs said the doors to the school were locked, but didn't say how the gunman got inside. Police shot and killed the gunman. Rain and thunderstorms pummeling an area from Texas to Missouri. Here's CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson. The big cities of Dallas and the Metroplex, Austin and Houston, as well as San Antonio, all likely to see some sort of severe weather, with wind being the largest threat. There are reports of voter intimidation, including people watching ballot boxes and recording voters dropping off ballots in Arizona. CBS's Mark Strassman says some of the watchers are reportedly armed. Armed vigilantes dressed in tactical gear patrol ballot drop boxes near Phoenix. Disruptive, even intimidating. Multiple voters have filed formal complaints. While mammograms are considered the first line of defense for many women in detecting breast cancer, they can fail to detect tumors in some women. Many women have dense breast tissue, which makes it difficult to detect cancer on a mammogram. More from CBS's Roxana Sabere. 38 states now require patients to be notified about their breast density. And the FDA is planning to announce regulations on informing women about their tissue type and screening options. Patients should ask their doctor about their tissue type. And if additional tests are needed, make sure to get a medical order and check if their insurance company requires pre-approval and covers the cost. The country's latest recycling report card shows a failing grade. A Greenpeace study found paper, cardboard, and metals are all recycled at a high rate, but plastic continues to be just trash. More from CBS's Elise Preston. U.S. households generated about 51 million tons of plastic waste last year. Just 2.4 million tons were recycled. That's only about 5%. Plastics are just really difficult to recycle, and that's why these numbers are so low. The difficulties range from basic economics to contamination. The plastics industry is advocating chemical recycling to reuse material. Greenpeace says that single-use plastics continue to be the main problem. It says switching to refillable containers is one way that consumers can make a real impact. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's 5.03 on Tuesday, October 25th. 58 degrees, going to be mild and humid today with highs around 70.
Good morning, I'm Nick Ainelli. The top local stories we're following this hour. Three people, including a four-year-old boy, were shot in northwest D.C. last night. Police say the shooting involved a group shooting at each other on Kennedy Street around 6.30. Two men who were wounded got into a car and drove to the area of Missouri Avenue where they were found. Police Chief Robert Conti says the wounded four-year-old boy was not related to the other men hit by gunfire. It appears that he's an unattended target. And quite honestly, you know, this is the type of thing that you see when people recklessly use firearms in our streets. A four-year-old, unintended, who had nothing to do with this, gets injured by someone else's reckless behavior. All three of the victims are expected to survive. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser slammed the violence and is asking the public to help identify those involved. We want to ask the community that we know is fed up with, with this activity to continue uh, to share any tips or video uh, with MPD. The shooting is still under investigation this morning. Northern Virginia hospitals are dealing with a surge in patients suffering from RSV, a respiratory illness. Virginia officials say it's not even peak flu season yet, but this could be a bad flu season, the worst in years. Inova has activated its emergency operations plan. More than two years after the start of the COVID pandemic, hospitals, including Inova, are facing nursing shortages and are now confronted with a wave of patients needing care. Everything about this is a perfect storm. Dr. Rick Place, medical director of Inova's pediatric emergency department, says the emergency plan is meant to better prioritize patients and allocate resources. The amount of respiratory illness and, and regular illness, by the way, it's not all respiratory is outstripping the ability of the healthcare system to take care of it. Dr. Place echoes the assessment of the Virginia Department of Health, which is warning of a tough flu season ahead. This is a lot of everything, and it's going to be a lot of flu here very, very soon. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. More evidence of the flu spread in our area. Lots of classrooms are empty and kids are calling in sick. Last week in Stafford County, over 1,000 kids were out sick at the high school. Monday, that number was about 670. In a statement, a county school spokesperson says the local health department has determined that a number of students have tested positive for the flu. The school will remain open and after school activities and sports practices will be allowed to resume on Tuesday. However, all athletic matches with other schools are canceled through Tuesday. Over the weekend, the high school also underwent a deep cleaning. Students will be given time to make up missed assignments. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Extreme weather events are becoming more common. And Maryland is building a network of data collection towers to improve early warning for forecasts. The Maryland Mesonet will have towers statewide reading air conditions and soil saturation and temperatures at various depths. All 75 towers will have soil sensors. Zagat Nagam chairs atmospheric and oceanic science here at the University of Maryland College Park. He says knowing if and when soil becomes saturated could save lives in heavy rain. Emergency management offices will issue a flood warning much more quickly than they would otherwise because they know that the soil is no more capacity. He says depending on the type of weather emergency, the Mesonet could provide minutes or seconds of advance notice. Chrissy King, WTOP News. It's 4.06. Hey ladies, ready to order appetizers? Hmm, I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cashback from Upside, I haven't had to cut back, even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. 
You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back and upside. Oh no, I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase. Don't cut back. Get cash back with the free app from Upside. Good Tuesday morning. It's 4.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. We've got traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, Carlos Ramirez is in the traffic center. Thanks, Nick. I-95 southbound. All lanes still closed. The accident scene happened at about 1.30 a.m. Uh, down near the exit for Maryland 100. However, uh, because of the seriousness of the accident scene, we had to shut down all lanes. Unfortunately, the soonest exit before Maryland 100 is actually 195. So as of now, any traffic between 195 and Maryland 100 uh, that was there when the accident scene happened is still there, unfortunately. They've been there for about uh, three hours, getting close to three hours now. Uh, so for now, what they're doing is all traffic headed southbound on I-95 coming from Baltimore gets detoured onto 195. And you'll notice those delays begin just after the Baltimore Beltway. So folks on 195 get forced to take, uh, folks on I-95 get forced to take 195 and then forced to access 295. A little confusing, I know. Keep it simple. Take the Baltimore-Washington Parkway 295 southbound coming from Baltimore. In Virginia, if you're headed on 66, the westbound side has the work zone past the beltway. Left lane gets by. Outer loop of the beltway. The work zone is from just across the American Legion Bridge, headed down towards 193 and on your approach towards the Dulles Toll Road. Three right lanes are still blocked. You get by single file to the left, though it sounds like we are in the beginning process of clearing up these work zones. For now, just keep it nice and over to the left and you'll be okay. If you're headed on I-95 in Virginia, things are quiet from Fredericksburg all the way up towards Springfield. A little slow there after the exit for 123, but no crashes being reported just yet. 395 is quiet. And uh, we were dealing with the closure on 704 Martin Luther King Jr. Highway, but looks like they have officially opened all lanes there. You should be just fine. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Let's get a look at this forecast with Storm Team 4 meteorologist Chuck Bell. Good morning. Is it ever a foggy and mild start? Temperatures are way into the 50s across the area, but visibility is low. And the sun's not up until almost 730. So low beams on and slow down this morning. It's going to be extra hard to see those pedestrians and cyclists until well after the sun comes up. A mostly cloudy today, maybe a peak at the sun and mild. Highs near 70. And 72 tomorrow with a chance for a few sprinkles of light rain. Finally, some sunshine back on Thursday as it turns cooler and drier. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. It's 60 degrees in Foggy Bottom, 58 at Fort Belvoir, 58 outside WTOP Studios. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. Two states with Republican-held Senate seats could be pivotal in controlling the Senate this fall. One race is evenly divided. In the other, the Democrat holds a narrow lead. In Wisconsin, a new CNN poll is showing no clear leader. 50% for Republican Senator Ron Johnson. 49% backing his Democratic challenger, State Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes. In Pennsylvania, Democratic State Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman stands at 51%. 
Dr. Mehmet Oz, the Republican, has 45 percent. ABC News political director Rick Klein. These are probably the two best opportunities that Democrats have to make ground against Republicans and defeating potentially Senator Johnson or taking over the seat of the retiring Senator Toomey. They were always going to be tight. These were two states that went for Donald Trump in 2016, flipped back to the Democrats in 2020. But bottom line is if Democrats are able to go on offense in places like that and win those seats, they are in a much better position to control the Senate. This is going to be a race that is much more put on terrain where Democrats are essentially playing defense uh, with the economy and inflation and the other issues out there. So the fact that they still have places that they could potentially win a seat. In some ways, you just think that's a good sign for Democrats two weeks out. Interesting. Uh, the uh, two uh, candidates in Pennsylvania will be debating about 24 hours from now. Uh, what do you see by way of John Fetterman, his recovery from a stroke and the fact that he has to use some special software at times to understand what people are saying? It seems that we're in a society now that is, uh, I hesitate to put it this way, but far less discriminatory toward those with uh, with challenges like this. Yeah, I mean, this is a big moment. I think you, you can circle this one in your calendar as a big moment in the campaign season, uh, maybe a make or break moment for Fetterman, but I think actually it has uh, as much on the line for Dr. Oz. As you mentioned, he's been down in polls. He is television's most famous doctor, and he is up against a candidate whose medical condition could determine the Senate. His campaign sometimes has been mocking of Fetterman's health. I imagine that Oz is going to try to bring a different tone to that, but just him as a doctor, the bedside manner in a debate could be critical. Uh, and he has more, in some ways, to lose and to gain because he has been trailing against a relatively popular lieutenant governor. Fetterman, obviously, everything he does is going to be amplified in the debate stage, but this is more unusual for Oz himself, who's never run for office before, hasn't had as many debates to, to, to be out there, and again, just has to be a doctor, uh, even though he's one of the most well-known in the country. I don't really have time, uh, neither do you perhaps, to go through all of the other close races, but I also wanted to focus a little bit on Florida. Is that state uh, sort of turning red before our eyes after traditionally being more of a swing state? It sure looks that way. I mean, the tie was the debate between Governor DeSantis and the former Governor Charlie Chris who's now a Democratic candidate. And it's hard to see how, how DeSantis um, doesn't win. A bigger question might be whether Marco Rubio wins against Congresswoman Val Demings. But I think that state has been shifting for some time, and particularly in a midterm election where the Democrats are facing a lot of headwinds. It's hard to see how it flips back. I think it's, it's out there just kind of tantalizing out of range for Democrats in all likelihood. That's ABC News political director Rick Klein. WTOP News Time 414. As you go about your daily life, look closer. As you gather with family and friends, look closer. Right in your community, there are youth who don't have the home, warmth, and healing you have. So, look closer. Every year across America, a staggering 4.2 million youth are homeless or trafficked. Covenant House is the national leader providing safe housing for youth 50 years strong. Tonight, 2,000 young people will sleep safely in a Covenant House bed. And tomorrow, they will wake up surrounded by love. Every youth who walks into Covenant House gets clean clothes, hot meals, medical care, and a safe place to sleep 24 hours a day, seven days a week in sites across America to help them fulfill the great promise of their lives. So look closer at Covenant House and help us fight youth homelessness. To help or get help, go to covenanthouse.org. The WTOP Charity of the Month for October is the Susan G. Komen Foundation. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It's one thing to be aware of breast cancer. It's another to do something about it. Turn breast cancer awareness into action by supporting Susan G. Komen's mission to save lives and end breast cancer. Donate and learn more at Komen.org. 
That's Komen.org. For more information, visit WTOP.com. Search charities. That's WTOP.com. Search charities. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good morning. It's 4:15, and here's Rob Woodfork. The Capitals open their four-game road trip with an impressive 6-3 victory in New Jersey that snapped the Devils' three-game win streak. The Caps went four for four on the penalty kills, scored their first shorty and a goal of the season, and had a four-goal second period to break it open. Coach Peter Laviolette. It's a one-one game. I thought guys did a really good job. Especially teams for me was a big part of that middle frame. The, the penalty kill, the shorthanded goal, the power play kind of changed the game a little bit. And then, you know, Jen scores right after that as well. So some really good stuff. In a Monday night football upset, the Chicago Bears went into New England and beat the Patriots 33-14, keeping Bill Belichick tied with George Papa Bear Hallis for the second most coaching wins in league history. It was just two weeks ago we were eulogizing the Washington Commanders' 2022 season, and now at 3-4 and four, this team is, dare I say, just a half game out of the... Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? All right, maybe we don't go that far, Ron Rivera, but why the sudden improvement? I think as our guys get more and more experience and more and more playing time, if you look at how we're built right now and you look at how young the roster is compared to how it was our first year and even last year, you'll see we have a lot more guys that are from the last three drafts, and now it's just a matter of them maturing as football players. The quarterback matchup Sunday in Indianapolis is Taylor Heineke, opposed by Sam Ellinger, who the Colts announces their starter the rest of the season after demoting Matt Ryan all the way down to third string due to injury and or performance. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Another school shooting, this one in St. Louis. An armed former student broke into the performing arts school, killing a woman and a teenage girl and wounding six others before being killed by police. The motive is still being investigated. The nation's report card shows math and reading skills of fourth and eighth graders dropped substantially since before the pandemic. D.C. Public Schools says students maintained their gains in reading but saw some losses in math. Rishi Sunak will be Britain's third prime minister this year. Sunak is the former Treasury boss. He is of Indian descent and will be the UK's first leader of color. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. There were opening statements yesterday in the latest sex abuse trial of disgraced Hollywood producer Harvey Weinstein. The prosecution went right after Harvey Weinstein, accusing him of going after young, vulnerable women who were hoping to get a break in Hollywood. Prosecutors graphically described how Weinstein began by undressing the women, then began to fondle them. Eventually, it led to sex acts. The alleged victims, the jury was told, were afraid Weinstein could crush their careers if they said anything, so they didn't. Weinstein, who's now seven he denies all the allegations. He's already been sentenced to 23 years in prison in New York. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. It's 418. We've got traffic and weather on the 8s. Carlos Ramirez is in the traffic center. Indeed I am, and we're still watching I-95 southbound coming out of Maryland, uh, just south of the Baltimore Beltway. All lanes are still closed. The accident scene happened at Maryland 100, but the detour is currently happening at 195. So if you're headed southbound on I-95, 
Coming out of Baltimore, just past the Baltimore Beltway, watch out for the brake lights coming because all traffic is forced to take those ramps to head southbound, eastbound on 195 to access the BW Parkway 295. Because of that, we're starting to see some delays on 195 as well as on I-95 between uh, the Baltimore Beltway and 195, of course. Now we're hearing that there might even be an accident scene uh, soon after the Baltimore Beltway uh, because of that, that bottleneck going on right now. So here's my suggestion. If you're coming out of Baltimore, trying to head southbound, you're going to want to go with Maryland 295. That's the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. It's going to be your easiest bet. 895 westbound, southbound, also still closed because, of course, the last exit is to access I-95. Traffic headed on 895 is forced to take Route 1 southbound. So keep that in mind. In addition to all of that, traffic that got caught before Maryland 100 after the accident scene itself happened, all that traffic is still there. The accident scene happened around 1.30 in the morning, so we're pushing three hours now. Hopefully we get that cleared up soon. Out a loop of the Beltway, the work zone has been there from just after River Road across the American Legion Bridge. Watching the camera, it looks like they are picking up the cones right now. They're only just past the Legion Bridge for now, but that should be clearing up soon. You're only going to see delays on the bridge itself, so keep that in mind. Carlos Ramirez, WTOB Traffic. And the forecast with Storm Team 4 meteorologist Chuck Bell. It is not a very pretty morning at all. Visibility is down under a mile in many spots and the sun is not up until almost 7:30 so it'll be a very dark low visibility morning keep your low beams on and your speeds down today it's going to be extra hard to see all those kids and pedestrians and cyclists here especially for the early parts of your Tuesday morning Tuesday afternoon remaining mostly cloudy but a few peaks at the sun are possible today highs near 70 so nice and mild another mild day on Wednesday high 72 a little better chance of some light rain tomorrow as a cold front comes by that will bring back the sunshine for Thursday mostly sunny Thursday afternoon with highs in the mid to upper 60s and then a bit of a chill on Friday as skies turn cloudy once again Friday's high 62 the weekend is looking dry I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. We're looking at 58 degrees in the nation's capital, brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts. Visit newlookhomedesign.com. To understand what makes Diamonds Direct different, you have to know our history. It goes back 70 years to a renowned diamond cutter overseas. From there came years of diamond cutting, manufacturing, and wholesaling supplying exquisite fine diamonds to top high-end jewelers. Eventually, those same wholesalers began selling direct to you, and that started a revolution. Today, we are a global diamond powerhouse with hundreds of thousands of customers and an impeccable reputation. But our core values remain the same as always. Our diamonds are the highest quality cut by the best craftsmen. Our prices are the most compelling. Our selection is staggering, and our warranties and guarantees are unbeatable. And our entire team's only goal is to help you find the diamond of your dreams. So as the story unfolds and the revolution continues, we invite you into our home to enjoy a jewelry shopping experience unlike any other. Born in craftsmanship, rooted in quality, and thriving in passion. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Caring for atrial fibrillation requires a team of medical specialists working in rhythm to create the best treatment plan for your unique risk factors. At ANOVA, our integrated AFib team works together to provide personalized care that is proven to achieve the best results. We work in sync to make sure your heart beats in regular rhythm. Schedule your AFib consult today at anova.org slash heartbeat. 
For nine years, a man terrorized women across the D.C. region, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series, available now on all podcast platforms. This is WTOP News. It's 4:23. It's DC's only sports betting app, GameBet DC. It's gotten a lot of criticism, especially when it didn't work for many people during the Super Bowl. Now a D.C. council member wants to open the door to more sports betting apps across the city. Right now we have a sports betting program that isn't making money. D.C. council member Alyssa Silverman says instead of making the city an expected $25 million, D.C. Lottery's Gambit D.C. app has lost the city $4 million. That's why she's introduced a new bill, she says. It opens up sports gambling to other apps beyond the D.C. Lottery's app. It would also stop the city from in 2024 extending its sole source contract with Intralot, the company that runs the app. Steps that she hopes will generate more revenue for the city. Because I wanted to pay for important programs in public education, public safety, affordable housing. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. If you're a business owner in Arlington, this is for you. The county won't let you mail in tax returns anymore. From now on, Arlington businesses will have to use an online portal. Business owners are being encouraged to sign up or review their portal data by the end of this year. County leaders say it's part of the effort to reduce paper use. Montgomery County plans to make history by becoming the country's first school district with an electric fleet of buses. School leaders plan to have more than 300 electric school buses in the next three years, all electric in a decade. There was a ribbon-cutting ceremony at Bethesda's Walter Johnson High School. The board president said moving to electric transportation is not a necessary response to climate change, but it's something students have asked for. For 100 years, people have been gathering on the ellipse near the White House to help bring holiday cheer as they light the national Christmas tree. Well, now it's time to get your ticket if you want to go. Let's kick off the evening by lighting up the star of the show, the national Christmas tree. That's President Joe Biden lighting the tree last year. If you want to join this year, you're going to have to sign up for a ticket lottery, which opens tomorrow at 10 a.m. Tickets are free, but the lottery sign-up will end next Tuesday, November 1st at 10 a.m. The Christmas tree will be lit for the 100th time on November 30th. If you can't make it or didn't score tickets, you can come visit the tree starting December 2nd or catch a broadcast of the ceremony on CBS on December 11th. Luke Luker, WTOP News. You can get tickets by visiting recreation.gov. Money News at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. After a rally to kick off the new week on Monday, Wall Street will look to keep the gains coming today with some big-name earnings reports and hopes that the Federal Reserve may soften a bit on the pace and size of future interest rate hikes. Among the companies posting their latest results today, Dow Component 3M, Google's parent company Alphabet, JetBlue Airways, drug maker Biogen, Kleenex, and Huggies maker Kimberly Clark, and the industrial giant General Electric. There's good news on the labor front. Southwest Airlines and the union that represents 8,300 customer service agents and other workers have reached a five-year labor agreement. It provides raises of 16 to 25 percent, bonuses and overtime protections. Still has to be approved by union members. 
And right now, back on the menu at McDonald's, you know who you are. It's that perennial favorite, the McRib Sandwich. But it's only there until November 20th. So you better hurry. From the Bloomberg Newsroom.